This is Sports Stuff. Betting Stuff. Work Edition. Work, work Edition for Alex. No big old kachow because... There'll be less is... sound effects because I don't want to alarm the other folks in other call rooms. Bingo. This is Can Sports Stuff. Ka-chow. Betting Stuff. Very good, Jim. The number Thanks. one sports betting podcast coming out of the Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff Enterprise. I am your host, the original degenerate, Muff. Joined alongside the Ohio Homer, the Ohio degenerate, and... The capo of the Midwest crack house, Jim. That's me. It's hard to be the capo when we're not doing so well, but I'm still the capo of the Midwest crack house. It is early and joining us directly from a hospital somewhere in the state of West Virginia, the medical degenerate in full medical garb, Alex. Alex has no sound effects, but Alex was pulling the six shooters out and doing all the things. Not sure if that's appropriate in a hospital setting, but neither here nor there. In a West Virginia, in West Virginia hospital setting, I think it's okay. Pretty much always, most things go here. All right. <laughs> Our exclusive betting app is Fanduel. 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 Hashtag Fanduel. There's still an opportunity to win the monies. Nobody's listening to this betting show because they could have just made a quick five bucks. And nope. Well, I will tell you there are people listening based on our numbers, but I'm not sure if people are wanting to engage. They may be non-social media followers. Are they scared? Are we, are we letting it roll another week? We're letting yeah. It We're letting it roll another week. It's still going to be five dollars. Yeah. We're not We're gonna... letting you know now. It's okay. Yeah. Don't be nervous. Just do it. And you can capitalize on this five dollars by liking us at sports jeff muff on instagram and twitter sports stuff w forward slash jim ambersand muff on facebook you can also subscribe like comment on youtube rate review tickle poke get the bell on ding ding hashtag fanduel is what we're looking for here people comment hashtag fanduel fanduel that's all you have to do fanduel all right uh we have for the most part our tokens our totems and our items of good luck with us uh, as a quick intro, Jim, yours is the Kraken hat. Alex, well, <laughs> mine is a substitute work version of my bucket boonies hat. I did not feel like that was appropriate work attire. So my question is, right? If you tank this week, knock on wood. If you tank this week, will you then bring the boonie hat to work? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just was thinking, like, if I'm sitting here in the call room and someone comes in like they did earlier and I'm sitting here in a bucket hat at the call room table, <laughs> I'm going to have to answer. <laughs> just like, it's a thing, man. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> Alex, instead of blocking out the bad bets, is going to keep all the good bets in with that medical cap. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's very tight. It's very tight. Keep it in. And I have my blender sunglasses making these popular before Dion was even thinking about it. Here we there you go. As always, you can follow us all on the action app. Some of us are more active than others. I've uh, missed two weeks. I feel yeah. bad about it. That's me. <laughs> well, and Jim at this point, uh, the action app, you can track all of our bets, the units up, down for the week based on what we got going on. You can follow Jim. Bucketville Butcher. Alex. The Real Medical Degenerate. And me, C. McPherson 20, C-M-C-P-H-E-R-S-O-N 
2-0. Without further ado, let's get into last week's recap. Let's start out with Alex. I went 500. I lost on the Browns. 49ers game. I had 49ers minus six and a half at the Browns. That was a loss. I lost Kansas minus three and a half at Oklahoma State. And I lost Marshall plus one and a half at Georgia State. Um, my three wins were the Raiders minus three versus the Patriots. Iowa plus 10 at Wisconsin and Duke minus three and a half versus NC State. Which brings Alex's total record for the football seasons to 27, 17, and one for a 600 winning percentage. I'll take it. Yeah, not bad, Jim. I went also 500. My losses were the Browns game as well. I also lost the Wake money line against Virginia Tech, the Marshall money line against Georgia State, and the South Carolina minus two and a half to Florida. Really didn't do well in the college game. But my wins, uh, I won the UNC minus three against Miami, the Duke minus two and a half against NC State, um, and then I won some NFL games. I had the Raiders minus three against the Patriots, and the Lions minus three against the Buccaneers. Which brings Jim's overall record to 23, 22, and one for a 500 winning percentage. 500. 500. And last, I was in last for the week. I went two and four, bringing my overall record to 24 and 17, a 585 winning percentage, which means Alex has leapfrogged me into the first place spot for the season. I'm proud of you, bud. Thank you. That's good. That's good. My losses were Colorado covering 11 and a half, hosting Stanford. It was a win when I went to sleep that night and I woke up and it was not. That's how Dion felt. Mm-hmm. Wake it was Forest. when he went to sleep at halftime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I lost Wake Forest money line at Virginia Tech, and I also lost Washington State to cover eight and a half, hosting Arizona, along with the 49ers not covering, not even winning, traveling to Cleveland to take on the Brownies. My wins were Oregon-Washington over 67.5 and and the Raiders to cover three, hosting the Patriots. Good job, Uh, man. It was not great. Now, on to the special picks. First, in the Mike Allstott hit stick pick of the week. (laughs) Jim supplementing Alex's sound effects. Thank you, Jim. (laughs) Good, good. Thank you. Uh, It was a loss, bringing the hit stick pick to three and four for the season, as the 49ers could not cover six and a half when they traveled to the land of Cleves. That's wild. Well, there were a lot. There were a lot of things at play here that we could not predict. There were. We we couldn't predict Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel going down for the game. Um. We, I mean, also, right, P.J. Walker, who should have been our saving grace in this whole situation, uh, somehow didn't do enough for the Browns to lose and lose by seven plus. So we had a missed total. But it wouldn't have covered. It would just, it would have been a a win for the 49ers. That's true. So, I mean, that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have made an outcome in the bet. The outcome in the game. Um, So that brings that again to three and four. In the Midwest Mobster Risky Pick of the Week. Get out of here. 
We suffered a loss, our second loss of the season. That is now five and two as Wake Forest money line did not hit as they traveled for to Virginia Tech. Double it was painful. not even close. Double painful. Very, very painful. And lastly, in the Lolita whale of a parlay. <laughs> you sound like a dying dog there. That's not even a whale. <laughs> I don't want to do it so bad, but that's the worst one. I really can't do that here. Someone might come rushing in to help. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it was a loss, bringing the the parlay to zero and five for the year. Um, two of the legs lost, which included the hit stick pick, which was the 49ers to cover six and a half, and I believe this was Alex's pick, Kansas minus three and a half at Oklahoma State. Jim's pick, which was the Lions to cover three at the Bucks, was a winner. So this week I will come back into the parlay. And are we kicking Alex out or are we resetting? Uh, I think we reset. Back to four total picks and the whale of a parlay. Whale. Whale. It's a white whale of a parlay. Um, if we win the parlay this week, I won't make the whale noise anymore. Oh. Well, you I'm did. Down. You sort of did still. What are you saying in the future? I'll make Follow the dying me. dog noise. There, there'll be the dying dog. We'll have to rename oh. it to something. Dying dog of death parlay. Um, anyone will, be, will listen anymore. Well, might not be the best, the best option for I'm for the listenership. Michael, but Michael parlay. Oh, yikes! Oh. Alex, I mean, you you allow people in your fantasy football league to have Michael Vick themed names. Yeah, my cousin who talks trash. Cash trash. Okay. This brings us into the discussion of NFL week seven. Week seven. I'm just going to comment that we've made it through, what would this be? Eight total weeks, I guess. Yeah. The first and, of college. Sorry. And the, we're all at least 500. Yeah. We're doing good so far. Not so bad. Wait, we haven't had great overall weeks the past two to three weeks, but we've maintained. We have I, you, you two have maintained. I have fallen off slightly. That's sure. But I was also way ahead. So again, things kind of even out in the end. Not way ahead, but I was on fire. Water finds its level. Bingo, bingo, bingo. In NFL Week Seven, we start with Thursday night football as the Jaguars travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Saints favored by one and a half, over under 39 and a half points. Trevor Lawrence is questionable, as well as Derek Carr is questionable. What kind of injury does does Trevor Lawrence have? uh, I forget. Well, that's a lot of help, injury report guy. He's on the injury report. You did not ask me to go any farther. Yeah, because this is one where if I didn't already swear off Thursday night games for myself, I would be very interested in taking the Jaguars here. I would too. Money line. Money yeah. line. I would yeah. flirt with that. Yeah. For sure. I'm All right. He is. What's that? I'm not crying. I'm not crying, I swear. Ooh. So not sure. He's not, he's not listed on this injury no. report. He's listed on the one that I typically go to. 
Um, not going to that one, but he's questionable. I'm staying away. It's Thursday. Not going to go to that well again. Uh, I might throw <clears throat> some side money on it. That might be a game I watch and put money on tomorrow or whatever day. I'm so lost in days. Thursday's today. Yeah. Thursday's I'm today sure. when this comes out. Alex, stay away. Alex has got onions in his eyes. Okay. And he's muted. Yeah, you he's are muted. professional. Get yourself unmuted. Come on. Come on. Are You're they better than this. An announcement. They were making an announcement overhead about how visiting hours were over. So I was <laughs> muted myself. Alex, these are the type of things we need. I'm sure you need to know that. We, we need, need legitimacy to, to your title. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mute myself. Hmm, things are going on here. <laughs> I swear, actually, I'm a medical professional. They're actually over in 15 minutes, Um, so you'll get the update soon. Okay, good. Good to know. Good to know. Moving on to Sunday football. First, in the early slate, we have the Browns taking on the Colts. Browns favored by two and a half, over under 39 and a half. We obviously have received the news that Anthony Richardson is likely out for the season but we got it from ursay so like likely maybe he's obviously out for this game i get it but i don't really care he's just gonna talk to aaron Rodgers, and they're gonna figure it out right this game is a trap to me i'm staying away yeah we also have deshaun watson is still questionable he has an ac joint issue he's questionable per him right I, i don't believe that he has been uh ruled out by any medical professionals so i think this is more of does he think he can win this one he'll play all right jim's gone totally scorched earth with this one but i'm gonna stay away because when you have two quarterbacks we have gardner Minshew playing for the colts did not work out the best last week the browns have a really good defense and that Mm -hmm. would be my only saving grace to this and with the quarterback situations i'm just gonna stay away I, I like the under if I was like, if there's a a Ohio bonus in Fandle. Fandle? Fandle. I might sneak that way a little bit, but we'll see. I'm not putting it as my best bet. No chance in hell. Next, we have the Commanders traveling to Meadowlands to take on the Giants. Commanders favored by two, over under 39 and a half. You both like this one. It's in your It's in your list here, but... I, I don't know why. Like, give me give me some feedback here, boys. Dan Jones, Daniel Jones, is questionable. The Giants have all sorts of players that are out, as well as some that are questionable. And the Commanders, I'm not too worried about it. Um, I and the Giants are just terrible at this point. Let's just call it what it is. Not a fan of the Giants, and definitely not a fan of the Giants. Daniel Jones is less than 100%, because the only redeeming factor that Daniel Jones has at this point is that he can run the ball. And if he is in any way limited, no matter what his injury is, I take that's all of everything out of there. They Granted, they have Saquon Barkley back, but the Commanders have a strong defensive line and play pretty well defensively, so... I am all over the commanders, hammer at home, best bet. Yeah, I like the commanders as well here. So the nine to fourteen score with the Bills, that doesn't phase you one bit. No, I think the Bills have at this point shown that they may not be the team that we want them to be right now. Yeah, they're they're having some struggles. Okay. Okay. 
Falcons at Tampa Bay taking on the Bucks. Bucks favored by two and a half, 38 a point, 38 and a half is the points line. The Falcons continue to have no real injuries of note. Uh, while was, Baker Mayfield is questionable quarterback. Kind of surprised here that the Bucks are favored. Exactly. Yeah, me too. And this is why I am going to be taking the Falcons plus the points. I like that too, Muff. I like that too. Falcons defense. Say that. Falcons defense has been solid most of the season. And they're going up against a Bucks team that does not have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Mike Evans out for the season, mm-hmm. most of the season. Anyway, I I just don't. I mean, Nate's Nate's said, hey, the Bucks are going to buck at this point. Um, who knows week to week? And Baker Mayfield's questionable, so I'm gonna I'm just going all over the Falcons. Yeah, I, I like the Falcons. I, it, I'm gonna put it there because my gut said so, and then you backed up my gut, which barely ever happens on this show. <laughs> So, yeah, I was kind of having that feeling too. It was calling out to me to take the Falcons in that, but I'm glad that you, the fact that you agree, makes me feel even better about it. Yeah. Okay. Next are the Bills traveling to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. Bills favored by eight and a half, over under 41 and a half. Typically, I I would be all over the Bills. But I am staying away from this. Yeah, I was about to. I was going to say the same thing. If it would have been the Bills, I thought who were the Bills when the season started versus the Patriots we have now. This would be an easy take. But the Bills have proven unreliable when it comes to covering and just in general playing together really solid games. Um, this could be the one, but I'm not willing to jump on that this week. Teddy Bruschi called out Bill Belichick and said that maybe it's time to move on. I, I don't like any when they call out Bill Belichick. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to bet on the next game for that. Maybe that's why he did it, given a little bit of um, bulletin board material. Maybe, but I'm not. No, thank you. I'm not going against Darth Vader. Teddy, Teddy's pushing the buttons, I think. I agree with uh, Alex. Yeah. I'm not messing with it. All right. We are all staying away from that game. Next, we have the Raiders at the Bears. The Bear, or the Raiders favored by three over under 37 and a half points. How do we feel about this one? I'm taking the Raiders. I lean towards the Raiders. I thought about it. I, yes, I'm leaning towards the Raiders. I am going to stay away from this game. I do, especially if Jimmy G's not playing. That was questionable. That was my kind of deciding factor, to be completely honest, is knowing that Jimmy G could possibly not play. Um, although Justin Fields is also, yeah, most so, likely not playing at this point. I mean, that's so, why I'm going with the, with the Raiders on this. I so think. you're going to have Tyson Badgett. And now Tyson Badgett did, uh, have an interception and a fumble on a sack in his, in that game, but he also scored a touchdown. So, I mean, that may be a, you're going to have to ride the waves with Tyson Badgett at quarterback with that team, yeah. good and bad. Yeah, I don't feel I, I do I do lean the Raiders, and I don't um, knock anyone for taking that. I just think that I have other picks I feel better about, so I'm going to stick with those. Okay. Next, are the Lions traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. <coughs> Ravens minus three, forty-two and a half is the points line. We've got the Lions without uh, David Montgomery. Jameer Gibbs is also questionable at the running back position. Um, 
the Ravens are going to be without two of their cornerbacks in Worley and Williams and have some questions additionally on the defensive side of the ball with um, safety Williams, Urban at D-end, Armour Davis at cornerback, and Owe at linebacker. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions plus the points in this game, not strictly because I expect them to be able to pass the ball well against Baltimore. Um, there's going to be some wind, 20 plus 15, I think 15 plus mile an hour winds in Baltimore on Sunday that are projected. But I think that the Lions find a way to corral Lamar Jackson and pass the ball around the yard. Lions win by seven plus. Here's my problem, right? <clears throat> I have said for the last two weeks, I've thumbed my nose at Muff when he comes at us with this injury report about the Lions. I'm pretty sure you can go back and listen to the episodes. Muff hits us with this big ass injury report for the Lions. And I've said, let's do it, Alex. And Alex, I don't know if you f- tailed me or not, but we've kind of thumbed our nose at this particular team and the injury report, and it's paid us off. This week, Muff goes with the Lions. <laughs> and now I was, because I looked at Muff's picks, I was like, son of a bitch. He has a damn Lions game on there. Does it break my like stride? What do I do? Except, is Baltimore still crappy at home? I don't know about crappy. I mean, they. I think overall they don't play well at home within their division, which obviously is the majority of the games that they play. It was just tough games within the AFC North typically overall. So the reason the past two weeks I have been a little out on this is because Amon Amon Ross St. Brown status. And last week they also had Sam Laporta on the injury report this week. They, neither of them are on the report and they're both healthy and good to go. So I am even, if I was ever on the fence, I I've just jumped all the way over this to the Lions in this game. I like the Lions pick if I have to take one of them, but I just, this game makes me too nervous. Okay. So Alex, you'd shy away. I'm shy away. Oh, And now Alex is shying away too. Muff's on. Alex is off. <laughs> I don't. These are bad omens, man. Hey, I'm doing it. Can't get me away. I I might shy away too. I'm a, I'm gonna lean it for now. Okay. Next in the four o'clock games, we have first the Steelers traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Rams favored by three. Over under forty three and a half. Steelers coming off a bye but still going to be without Pat with, Matt, with Canada. So anything else you have to say? No. Offensive cor- coordinator, Canada. No. Deontay Johnson is questionable for this game, which means he may see some action coming back from the IR for the Steelers. Uh, for the Rams, Kyron Williams is doubtful. He's been a spark plug to their offense, but Cooper Cup still plays for the Rams and will be playing and has had 100 plus yards in his first two games back with touchdowns in each game. Staying away, away, away. Um, yeah, definitely staying away. If anything, here I would take the under at 43 and a half. Is this based on the Steelers output, Alex? Yes. yes. I mean, right, the, the Steelers could hold the Rams to within striking distance, just like the Steelers did to the Ravens, right? This could be one of those types of games. Yeah, but then it will be like 17 total points. Right. Yeah, stay away. 20, I'll even go 27. 17. Yeah. I don't see it being one of that. Yeah. But uh, I, 
That's, I like it. I like it, Alex. I don't want to dabble with it. Yeah. Cardinals at Seahawks. Seahawks favored by seven and a half. Over under 44 and a half. We have a 50% chance of rain in Seattle. Surprise, surprise. Cardinals will be without James Conner at running back for, I think, multiple weeks at this point. Um, other than that, uh, let's see. The Seahawks, Artie Burns is questionable, as well as Lewis, as well as Lewis at the guard position for the Seahawks. I am staying away. Yep. Yeah, at this point, the Cardinals against any big, larger spread, like touchdown plus spread, is I'm leery just because they've found a way to be competitive in many games. I don't trust Gino. It's a fair assessment at this point. He's been on my fantasy team all year, Alex. <laughs> don't be mad, buddy. It's just he got how I've seen him perform. He can't do anything he's sitting on his ass. Neither can Joe Burrow, Alex. Neither can exactly. Joe Burrow. We saw how he looked the first few weeks. <laughs> Gino uh, fantasy points in Joe Burrow for the first few weeks. Chargers now, at now Chiefs. He's doing good. Chiefs favored by five and a half over under 48 and a half. The fan in me, the fan in me wants to take Chargers plus the points. Don't worry, Jim. They'll, they'll just pass up on three field goals and find a way to lose by seven. Thank you. And that's why you're my friend. Because you're right. <laughs> so, I mean, how frustrated were you watching last week's Monday Very game? much, very much so badly. Very much so badly. I was I was like, oh, my God, this is – like, I get this happens, and he's known for doing these things, but this is on Monday Night Football. Like, now everybody's seeing it. I just wish that they would get rid of him. Yeah, I'm staying away. Just because yeah. the volatility of exactly what coach. you said brought me back down to earth quickly. I'm staying away. Yeah, no, I'm staying away. But if I didn't at first, before I found some stuff I liked a little more, I think I was looking at the Chiefs minus five and a half. Not to be against that's too crazy because, because the Chargers could down. be Chargers. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they could actually pull this off. And then I don't think the Chiefs are going to smoke them, but I could see it being a touchdown win. And the Chiefs Chargers games are always close. And that's yeah, and all of that was kind of the I just decided I didn't I didn't feel it. Didn't but then like what Muff said, it. like they can miss three three field goal opportunities and lose by seven. Like, damn it. <laughs> uh, Packers at Broncos, Packers favored by one and a half, over under forty-five. Aaron Jones still questionable at running back for the packages. Thanks, Mom. I'm glad you did that for Alex. Yay. Everybody has to leave. You have to go and you have to get out of here with that announcement. All right, the announcement's over now. I think the Packers cover but I'm not as confident as some of my other picks. Yeah, I I should be all over the Packers. There should be no reason not to bet the Packers in this game. I'm just going to stay away. Both of these teams are very labile. So. Oh. Alex, use, use your words again. Tell us what that means. It's the same word I used last week, guys. We may have new listeners, Alex. You need to let them know. Labile means like up and down. Like blood pressure can be labile. It means you could easily go up a little bit. Or down a little bit. There we go. These teams could go up a little bit or down a little bit. 
basically it's either normal or down a little bit for these teams. <laughs> and, nor- and normal is still not still not good. I don't know which of the two will be down a little bit this week, so I'm going to stay away. Uh, Jim, is this a lean? No. Okay. I mean, it might come from the depths if I don't if college football doesn't <laughs> impress me. Okay. All right, and in Sunday night football, we have the Dolphins traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Eagles favored by two over under 51 and a half. Right now in Dolphins land, Devon Achan is probable to return this week, along with being questionable is Jeffrey Wilson Jr., who came off the IR last week. Um, Jalen Ramsey is still out for the Dolphins. The Eagles, uh, Lane Johnson at tackle, offensive tackle, is questionable, which would be a huge, huge loss for them if he does not play this week. Jalen Carter and the defensive side of the ball is still questionable. Obviously, another big hit to their uh, their defensive line. And Darius Slay is questionable cornerback. Uh, this game once makes me want to take the over because I truly believe it could go over. But I also feel like that's like the trap that they're asking. They're asking me to take that in this game. Yeah, I think it's reasonable to consider that. Um, I'm not going to go for that. I just think it's a uh, volatile pick to do that because the Eagles are a ball control team, right? And if they limit the Dolphins' possessions, then they have, you know, they don't have to stop them as often. And I think the Eagles can control the clock in this game, um, which would be the reason it stays under. But if the Dolphins come out quick and score in their first two or three possessions, then the Eagles have to open it up. And I think it easily goes over at that point. Yeah, no, I agree, and uh, that's kind of why I didn't put it on my list. Just not, not sure enough. It might end up in like a same game parlay or something like that that night. Um, with a couple offensive things to root for, but as far as a best bet, I think I will stay away from this game. James, no, I'm staying away. I'm excited about it as a Sunday night game, though. Yeah, that is a good Sunday night game. I agree. I'm pretty sure Fanduel listens to me. I shouldn't say that because Fanduel is <laughs> our Fandle? exclusive. Fandle. Fandle. But, like, I'm getting promos for cracking games. Maybe they're, maybe FanDuel is a sports stuff I'm not fan. Maybe. Hopefully. We've been trying. <laughs> we tried real hard, guys. Right. <laughs> uh, it's probably because you bet on the cracking before, Jim. Never once. Oh. It means you're <laughs> not a true fan, I guess? Question I don't know mark? how to bet on hockey and, like, you have a chance. Fair. It's like yeah. betting on baseball. There's too much you have to think about day to day. Yeah. And basketball at times. Traveling on to Monday night football. 49ers traveling to Minnesota. Skull to take on the Vikings. 49ers favored by seven over under 44. Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey remain questionable for this game, along with Trent Williams and Greenlaw at the linebacker spot. Vikings obviously still without Justin Jefferson for the foreseeable future. I'm going to stay away just because we saw what can happen if Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey are not in that lineup. And that's exactly like I had it on my list for a second. And the more I thought about it, I don't think so. And if it was six and a half, maybe five and a half, I don't know. But seven, I just don't like. I guess that doesn't make a huge difference, five and a half versus seven, but in my mind, it would. I would lean to the under, if anything, just for the 49ers defense. Yeah, I 
was thinking that too because I don't think I think Kirk Cousins might get put on his behind a couple times. I want nothing to do with this game. All right, and that wraps up the NFL slate, which brings us into college football. Jim, yay! No, better make this Alex. I'm still trying to see if there's anything worth a damn. Any what? Any games worth a damn? Oh, so Thursday night we have the other West Virginia team, Marshall. You can play. call them that. I will allow that. Uh, James Madison at Marshall. James Madison favored by three and a half points over under 49 and a half. I want to lean Marshall here, but I Ooh. got burnt on them last week, so I will not be. Exactly. James uh, Madison is not a well, bad team. James Madison is no slouch. James Madison is undefeated. James Madison is beating the teams, including Virginia, Troy, Utah State. South Alabama and Georgia Southern. Give me James Madison to cover. That's right. Oh, you're going against West Virginia. I am going against Marshall. You're anti-West Virginia. I am against the thundering herd. At this point, anything that looks like a Buffalo, I don't want anything to do with it. And I'm going to bet the other way. So Alex, Mm -hmm. that includes Marshall. Give me James Madison to cover. All right. All right. I am going to stay away from it. Jim, any comments? I have muffed on the recon. I think it's a good pick. I will not bet that. I that I don't want anything to do with a Marshall game, frankly. <laughs> All right. Moving into Saturday, we have our noon games. We have number seven Penn State traveling to the shoe to take on the number three Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State is favored by four and a half points with the over under set at forty six and a half. I'll let you two give your feelings or so, of note, Penn State is perfect against the spread this season, and Ohio State has gone under in every game. For all of those reasons, I'm going to double bet this game, Penn State plus the points and the under. I like the under. I think that's a solid pick. I think both defenses will show out. Uh... You can like the plus the points because Ohio State can still win that. Then Jim, I I, I feel no different about <laughs> like I feel nothing about Ohio State minus four and a half. Like I I don't know. I I I feel no comment on that. I don't know. Well, it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to. I won't force it. Honestly, I, I like I tend to agree with Muff's pick. I don't know who's going to win this game, but I think it's going to be decided within a field goal. And I think it is going to be an under game. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a knockdown, drag down to the finish. So there's like it's going to be who messes up first. There's, in or my last, opinion, there's two ways. <laughs> there's two ways this game could go. In my opinion, if Muff wasn't standing here, okay, like okay, news is I'm not standing anywhere, so you're good. Full tilt, Jim. Ohio State comes out offensively, and all of a sudden. It is wide open, and you see Marv Harrison go to the end zone, and then the defense is is on full tilt. And they stop about two drives. Then it's like, oh, there's a lot of life in them, okay? Or we get status quo, and it is a dogfight. Penn State wins a dogfight. In my opinion, you're not going to see lightning strike twice. No, I actually agree with you. I think that those I don't I don't see it being a Penn State wide open blowout. 
Um, but that's not really a knock to Penn State. I think it's just the way that the game's going to be played. Yeah. I think if Penn State wins, it'll be a slow, slower paced back and forth game that Penn State, you know, controls the time of possession. Yeah. They control, they get yeah. their running game going. And I think that if Ohio State starts airing it out and really taking down some big chunks, there's that potential for them to run away. Like either Ohio State dies by a thousand cuts or it's going to be, they finally open the shit up. And I think I, as a high state true blue Columbus guy, I can't see him opening it up. Like I can't, there's too many injuries going into the game to say, we're going to establish that run game and run it down your throat and then open it up. That's not, that's not there. <laughs> like, unless we found like a Lazarus pit and we jumped, we dumped all our running back room into that pit and they came out like gods. That's not happening. And the quarterback situation doesn't make me feel real great that, all of our wide receivers are going to beat you. So the opening it up game is just a hope. And I don't see lightning striking twice where we have that Notre Dame style punch you in the mouth for four quarters. I just don't. I think Penn State has that dog in them, so to speak, where at the end of the day, four quarters is going to be Penn State on top. So I like the under because I think the defense can hang. But the spread, I, I don't know. We'll see. Well, good news is is all for all the shit you've talked on James Franklin in the past. I'm not saying currently, but in the past, uh, I believe they'll have eleven defensive players on the field if it comes down to it at the end of the game. <laughs> I hope. If not, can you please like if it comes out like a mere thing of Notre Dame and you and we beat you because you don't have ten players on the field, will you then come in and be like James Franklin is a moron? Uh, I, I, uh, potentially, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm glad we kept that civil. Moving along, we have Rutgers at Indiana. Rutgers minus four and a half over under 40 and a half. You know how bad I want to bet Rutgers here? <laughs> That's why. Because uh, I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to stay away, but I wanted badly to do that as well. <laughs> like, just to say, like, we hit a Rutgers bet. Well, I have. Uh, really? Twice this year, I think. Damn. At least one, yeah. Yeah, I caught them early when they were undefeated, remember? Oh. Oh, Muff, that doesn't help me stay away from them. Shit. Well, that's why I stayed away recently is because they've started to lose games. <laughs> yeah, not, we're not trying to catch all the lightning all at once here. Ugh. Okay, I'm staying away. All right. right. Next, we have number 22 Air Force traveling to take on Navy. Air Force is favored by 10.5 points over under 36.5. I cheer for America. America yeah. wins this game. That's the only reason I put it in there is because we could say something like that. Yep. No, at 3.30 p.m., our slate consists of number 17, Tennessee, at number 11, Alabama. Alabama is favored by 8.5 points over under 48.5. Tempted here to mess with Tennessee plus 8.5. The thing that concerns me is it's at Alabama, and Tennessee has a tendency to lose games that I want them to win. So I've been burnt <laughs> too many times on Tennessee, so I will be staying away. Yeah, I agree with that. I okay. I still don't know enough about Tennessee. Right, I've I've watched some Bama games. We kind of know what's going on there. I've yet to take in a Tennessee game, so I'm staying away just because of the unknown. They don't have the testicular fortitude to hang in with the big teams. Got it. Well, who did I t- say didn't have the emotional fortitude? I yeah, forget. I forget. They just don't have it. They they don't have the weapons, and therefore they they lose the confidence. If they don't have that Henderson Hooker big dog with them, they don't like Florida. The Florida game. I think they lost. The, 
or struggled with another SEC team that they should have been in a fight with. And it was like, oh, you're missing something. Yeah, no, I agree. Next, we have Wisconsin at Illinois. Wisconsin minus two and a half over under 42 and a half. But Illinois like coming Illinois. off a win. I like Illinois. Illinois going to have a win, but Wisconsin, I think, has been more consistent. Does Illinois have a letdown because they're coming off a win? I don't. I know it's not a giant win, but it's enough that. Right, it was it was a good win for Maryland. Them, right, it's their first Big Ten win of the year. I I think I'm less. I'm not gonna. I'm staying away from this, but I think for Illinois, it has the better opportunity to build on as opposed to be a letdown because they've been let down most of the season. I think this yeah. was a build a building. When you're always let down more. <laughs> right, you can't be more let down after a win. You have to well, be. Wisconsin just lost to Iowa. Right, but I mean, I, that I was only lost right now is to Penn State. Granted, it was a blowout, but that's their only loss. I'm staying. Yeah, I'll stay away. Speaking of Iowa, our next game is Minnesota traveling to Iowa. I was favored by three and a half points over under thirty two and a half. We're. Just cut that boat in half. Iowa's going to take this one. Seven plus points. Give me Iowa to cover. Seven plus points. I, you're not helping me, Muff, because I wanted that too. And I covered Iowa last week. This is purely an Iowa defensive situation. Iowa's going to luck into points somehow because their defense and special teams are going to put them in the position to do it. And Minnesota does not scare me as an offensive team. No, I agree. I agree. I was very much leaning on Iowa. It's at Iowa, right? I know. It's at Kinnick. I mean, at this yeah. point, they the the house that Caitlin built. True. And, and the kids, and the kids at the hospital, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The highlights of the school. Yeah. Caitlin Clark and the, the sick kids. Because <laughs> it's not the football team at the moment, even though they're ranked in five and one. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Next, we have the game of the week, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> That was for a reaction. <laughs> Oklahoma State at WVU. WVU minus three and a half over under 49 and a half. Ah. Alex, they're favored. Like, no, right? I know. From and, pick to be yeah. last to now favored against Oklahoma State. How do you feel as a WVU fan? I mean, I understand after last week you don't feel great. If, but if Jim, I deserve that because I try to pipe them too much. If they would have won last week. I would be more nervous than I am since they lost, if that makes sense. I think if they would have won last week, this would have been a hardcore letdown spot, and I would be afraid we were about to get smoked by Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was not a good team to start the season. They have shown promise. Yeah, they've gotten some wheels back on the back on the wagon. Ooh, I, well I think... WU has a very good chance to cover in this game. I think they can win by a touchdown. I know it's not going to be a blowout, but I'm not going to take them. I don't like to bet on WU games. Um, I don't like the over here like I do sometimes. I think Oklahoma that State. They just beat Kansas last week. Ugh. But that was a big letdown for Kansas. So they're coming Kansas. off a big win. WU is coming off a loss. I'm gonna call Kansas. They lost to South Alabama. Win. No, they were bad to start the season. They looked terrible. They're just kind of slowly starting to click some pieces together and become more respectable. They barely beat Central Arizona. No, I just said I think the WU wins this game by a touchdown. I just am not going to bet on this game. So they've beaten Kansas State and Kansas. 
that that's their that's their claims to fame. Which are both better teams than the other two. So. Does WVU come out pissed off? That's what that's what, that's what this comes down to. Yeah, I think they I don't even seen enough WVU games to say that they'll come out pissed off. No, I think they could. Not even pissed off. Just going back, I think that could see them coming out wanting to prove that we deserve we could have been five and one, and we would have deserved to be five and one. I'm going to stay away because I don't think – I think this is a test. If they come out and beat Oklahoma State, I might bet them the next week. Yeah. Okay. I won't push anyone into it because I don't want to hear about it. Next, we have a game I would be interested in betting. Missouri minus 6.5 versus South Carolina coming to town over under 60.5. Ugh. That, yeah, Alex is probably all over Missouri in this. I am looking to bet Missouri in this. Go ahead, buddy. I stay away. I think both these teams have caught me in the last three years, and more specifically, South Carolina last weekend. So, no. It's Missouri at home. Missouri's had a good season. It's a one touchdown. It's definitely a hard lean for me right now. Mm, Okay. It's a hard lean. Next, we have Washington State at Number nine, Oregon. Oregon's favored by 18.5 points over under 62.5. Washington State just got trounced by Arizona. I could see Oregon coming out, like you were saying, kind of pissed off about their loss to um, Washington. And that's a coach, I think, that can make a team pissed off. That guy is a hype motine. Yeah, Yeah, he is, and there's still something to play for, right? They can still be in the hunt for the Pac-12 championship. So there's no reason for them to let down. If this is later later in the season, maybe. At number nine, I don't think he's out of the playoff either. No, I I think they come out and they want to make a statement win. So I don't think think I'm going to take it, but I don't think taking Oregon minus 18 and a half is a bad pick here. I don't fault you if you go for it. Washington State, also heavy passing attack, if I remember correctly. Pitt at Wake Forest. Wake Forest minus one and a half over under 46 and a half. Pitt coming off an upset win versus Louisville. I mean, Wake I'm sorry to back up a second. Like, I'm sorry. It just hit me that like Oregon can really get in there. Like, because of who's all in front of them. I'm more, uh, yeah, it's possible. I'm more worried about the way that Oregon gets in there is because USC beats Washington. I guess theoretically they could play in the Pac-12 championship and then it's a rematch. And then who gets yeah. in? One loss Oregon or one loss Washington? Or both, depending on what the other I doubt. I, unless one of them gets in the top four to start out, which That's is true. the problem, especially with USC losing. It's going to be an SEC team, probably a one loss Georgia. It's going to be a Big Ten team. There's two spots. But three and four are wide open. Florida but State. If Texas wins out, I think Florida State loses. If Texas wins out and beats Oklahoma, oh yeah, my Florida State and North Carolina will have to play. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking at four. Right, I just think I think that's the conference that has everything has to align perfectly for the Pac-12 to get a team in right now. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, I, I take that you all mean back. A team in or two teams in? A team. In a team to get one. No, I, think Washington, I think if Washington wins out and went, beats Oregon again in a Pac-12 championship, they're in. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Right. But if they lose to Oregon 
and North Carolina beats Florida State, then it's then North, if there's a, North Carolina's not getting in at that point. Bullshit. A one loss North Carolina gets they're in. They're not a one loss. They haven't lost yet. I don't believe so. No, they're they have not. UNC has not lost yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yes, yes. I'm just looking to see who else they play, aside from potentially Florida State. Uh, Duke and Florida State would be their remaining ranked opponents as it right. stands. <clears throat> and thus far, that would those would be their only ranked wins. A 16 Duke at at moment, and then whatever Florida State would be, probably top four unless Florida State loses. Florida State's four. North Carolina beats them. Would they not jump the four? <clears throat> uh, depends on who's in between them. If Pac-12 is in between them, one lost Pac-12 probably gets it. No, oh, I disagree. But anyway, let's go back to the betting show. So, wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> so you're saying... Wherever North Carolina, North Carolina is probably, I mean, they're going to elevate by winning, but it's going to be more of who loses. If a one law, if a, if Washington at five beats a number eight team or a number nine team mm-hmm. and North Carolina beats a number four team. But where's North Carolina when that game is played? If they're eight or nine, do you really think they're going to jump from, from eight or nine to four? Over a team that also won a conference championship. Yeah, I think I think so. I think they'll be. I when don't that think, happens, I, personally, I, think I don't think the committee there. thinks that highly of the ACC right now. It's my my opinion. I think they'll be. If it played out perfectly, and we could talk offline because it's again, this is the betting show. But I think there's a scenario where they would make a hell of a jump. So anyway, is somebody taking this game? No. Why did we put it in here? I did. Oregon? Pitt. Oh, I did. That's yes. where all this I, started. Uh, no, we started at the Oregon game. No, I you jumped back to the Oregon game. Yeah. I want to take the Wake game. I'm leaning that way. Which way? Against for Wake, Wake? Minus, Wake minus one and a half. I mean, you, Even I thought you thought so week. highly of Louisville. Uh, yeah, and? I just, beat Louisville. I know. I, I this is just this is off brand for you. You Louisville usually was a letdown week after the right. Notre Dame situation. I have taken a North Carolina team for the last four weeks, and it has paid off for me. I think you may be choosing the wrong one this week. I think I might be. That's why I'm leaning. All right. Number eight, Texas at Houston. Texas minus twenty two and a half over under sixty and a half. I hope Texas wins. <laughs> Such a petty Betty. I am. I, I'm not betting it. I'm not like that bad, but we're in for Texas. Horns up. I'm staying away from this. Screw Dana. Horns up. Stay away. <laughs> All right. At 6.30 p.m., we have Virginia at number 10 UNC. UNC is favored by 23.5 points over under 56.5. I also am, am trying to decide between Wake or this one. I mean, I would rather be on this one than Wake. Yeah. I would rather be on either. <laughs> well, first choice. First choice, Alex. Force choice? Yeah. Probably UNC. Yeah, I think I, I like that one, too. Next at 7 p.m., we have number 13, Ole Miss, traveling to Auburn. Ole Miss favored by 6.5 points, over under 55.5. I like Ole Miss in this. Give me Lane. I think Ole Miss is definitely a touchdown better than Auburn. I like Lane. 
That's why I'm staying away because Jim is picking this because he likes Lane Kiffin. Yep. Not for any other reason. Nope. It's been a minute since I bet him. I think it was I think it was make the old man sad <laughs> game that I would bet him the last time. So I think I I've rested him enough. That no, was sad Dabo game. That was that was the other. Oh game no, that yeah, was the other side of it. Yeah, you're right. That was old man, old man game. I'm trying to. I've let, rested him. Now it's time to put another unit on my man lane. We have another Big Twelve matchup and TCU at Kansas State. Kansas State minus six and a half over under fifty nine and a half. Go ahead, Big Twelve guy. Yeah, give me what give me what you think there. I. Kansas State, if I have to pick. Is that because TCU lost to Colorado? That's genuinely why I put that or why I want to know about it. No, WVU beat TCU as well. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I don't want any part of this. All right, next in my game of the week, number 16, <laughs> my game of the week, the one I'm most confident in. Wow. Okay. Why? I think. Number 16, Duke at number four, Florida State. I love Duke plus 13 and a half here. You know what, Alex? That that will be my game. Okay. That right there. That's I I love that pick. I uh right. I mean I get it, but Riley Leonard is coming this game off of not playing a week. They have not. They have other good players. And uh, okay, I understand that Riley Leonard play playing. Which is, is Riley Leonard playing? Uh, I know. I don't know. He didn't play against NC State. I, I, I didn't think he was when I said that. He's um, progressing, but still day to day. No, that's for NC State. A random, <clears throat> according to a random site called the Tallahassee Democrat. Great uh, football. I, I literally pulled up Riley Leonard, and the first site that came up was Will Duke quarterback Riley Leonard play against Florida State? And it's on the Tallahassee Democrat. And, and say, it says they say he's day to day. So even if Riley Leonard doesn't play, you still think Duke? Yes. Plus the points. Yes. I think that's silly. Okay. And what do you does this is this line accounting for him playing or not playing in your mind? This the line is accounting for him not playing in my mind. If he plays, that will be bonus points. Okay, that's fair. If you get that, I I don't disagree. If you get that, but if he doesn't play, I think Florida State wins big. Uh oh. Now should I back off this muff? You're really hurting <clears> my follow follow Alex rep here. You follow. I'm just saying if I don't know what ha- what's happening with Riley Leonard, even if he plays, he could go down. He could get hurt this game. He could re-aggravate his ankle injury. It's an ankle. He runs a lot. Things could happen. Oh, God bless. I don't know what to do. Alex, I don't honor him, damn it. I just don't think that I just don't think that Duke's only where they are because of solely like Riley Leonard. I disagree. Counter he is him, the, Alex. He is the reason. They beat NC State. What was the score of that game? I don't remember what the final score oh, was. Oh, God. Covered. Oh, God. I don't remember the final score. I think they covered. <laughs> they beat NC State 24 to 3. Okay. NC State. Who's a 4 and 3 team? Was, that's know. a good measuring stick, a 4 and 3 team. One of those they ones covered. was Marshall. 
what? One of those wins was Marshall. By a lot. I don't know. <laughs> You're the one that's by, so confident. This they won by to three, yeah, This was your game of the week. They won by three touchdowns. Against, against Marshall. Against NC State. No, not against Marshall. Against a team that beat Marshall by like 20 points. So they would have oh, beat Marshall that by makes them good. No, they, they beat Marshall 48 to 41. Yeah, it wasn't. They were out at one point. Marshall made a surging comeback. Made a surging comeback. They just barely beat Virginia by three. They beat Connecticut by ten. They lost Notre Dame by three touchdowns. They lost to Louisville by three, but Louisville's also not inspired. We're still talking about NC State, right? Correct. I I I mean, you go for it. I'm just saying. I don't. They lost to Notre Dame by three touchdowns, but Duke beat Notre Dame. I do. You know that I don't. Sorry, like, you know that I don't like the sorry. comparing. They did not. I know. I'm just saying. I I feel good about it. I may you may get to call my bluff next week. I, this isn't a bluff. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I'm not, going, didn't, the, didn't, I'm not going the other way, game. Alex. I'm not in competition with you. I just don't. Feel, I just don't have confidence to do that. Duke didn't beat Notre Dame. That's why I said I would. I said I misspoke. They lost barely, but. Duke hasn't beaten it. I take this back. I'm not following. Don't do it then. Don't do it then. <clears throat> Don't do it then. I still don't get why you're saying game of the week. That's how I feel. Oh, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> this is Alex is an emotional better and a qualitative better, not a quantitative better. Mm-hmm. He's also beaten us both. Uh, I, listen, I agree. and It's not hurting Alex at this point, but this is one that I just don't like it. He could win every other one but this one in my mind, and he would still be fantastic this week. Duke has beat Clemson. 28 to 7. Not a terrible team. Not great. Not terrible. They beat all their games they're supposed to win by a lot. Stop they talking at that point. No, Stop. they beat Lafayette 42 to 7. Okay. 41 to 7. So they took care of business. <laughs> I told you. To take care of business. They lost by a touchdown to Notre Dame. You skip that Northwestern game, State, huh? So they played Notre Dame basically the same way Ohio State played Notre Dame. No, no, no. Ohio State won. Okay, put them within a touchdown. Out, you do you hey, you let your your betting light shine, Alex. I am. I hope the, I hope Duke wins out right. I listen. I'm not betting against you. I just I it, I'm not. I'm not. I would not be confident. Are you gonna take a money line? No. No. I said I hope, not I think they will. I said I hope. There's different. I hope that things happen all the time. That doesn't mean I'm I hope the Steelers win the AFC North this year. But exactly. I did. Right, let's get to Michigan that. versus Michigan State. Michigan um, favored 24 and a half. I'm taking Michigan. Give me Michigan to cover. I, I, why would I ever think that Michigan State can compete in this game? I don't care rival. where they're, they're playing. Second, they're I'm brother, almost mad at you rival. for saying that because I wanted to take it. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing in my mind. There's no amount of rivalry. There's no amount of inspiration, motivation that's going to make Michigan State compete for four quarters in this game. I hope you. I hope you're wrong. Okay. I hope they win, but I hope they don't cover. Um, I was thinking about that one too, Mom. I don't understand. What, I mean, I understand why Jim is not a for Michigan in this situation. I don't understand why he's so vehemently against this. I mean, it's Michigan. You just don't want to admit that they could do that because it's Michigan. I wouldn't want to do it if it was Pitt. 
it's emotional. Okay, okay, thank you. All right, next we have number 14, Utah, at number 18, USC. USC minus 6.5, over under 55.5. I lean USC here. I, I lean USC as well, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with either of these teams. I think I'm going to do it. They're talking red shirt for rising. Yeah, uh, I think so I'm going to be 29 next year. Wild that they're even, like, he's considering it. Stetson right. Bennett was like 35. So it was all about ages. I'm going to go with USC here, minus 6.5. Hey, real quick, just because we talked about people playing that long. Remember that guy that we talked about that got an eighth year of eligibility this yeah. past year mm-hmm. from Oregon? Yeah. He just appealed for a ninth year. Whoa. Saying now. he just wants the opportunity to play if he wants, not because he plans to play. A lot nuts. of kids go to school for nine years. That's absolutely nuts. <laughs> They're called doctors. Right. Yeah, but I don't think you get more eligibility just because you're going to be a doctor. Good grief. Yeah, I don't know about nine. Nine's pushing it. Clemson at Miami, Florida. Clemson minus three and a half. I like Miami, Florida. I like Miami here to bounce back. But I know, and I had them as a lean, but I don't, I I realized that that was probably not great. So I'm not going to, not going to do that. I see Clemson taking this. I'm not going to bet it because I will not bet on Dabo, but yeah, no, smart money is take take Clemson minus three and a half. Mm, I don't know about that, but I'll let you have it. Mm, what is I'm just, what is Miami bouncing back from? Two losses. Yeah, they're, Georgia Tech, North they're Carolina. Ugly. Yeah, they're they're bad call loss, and then they they're just not as good as North Carolina. So. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I just don't I don't feel any sort of way about that one. And then and... I put this in there for what I'm calling a a new thing I'm going to do every week, the ten thirty. Alex, you still up? Game. I think I would have won last week, right? Did you say you're going to take Hawaii? No. Then you would have lost because oh. I I spent that <laughs> in the work bets and lost. In this one, I would take UCA. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Alex, what are you going to do? 17. I think I would take Stanford to cover 17, but lose by like 10. Gotcha. I don't think that Stanford, the only reason I would consider UCLA here is if Stanford was emotionally burnt out after their comeback win against Dion in Colorado. But I still think they keep it within 17. So I like Stanford plus 17. That's my late night Alex pick. If you bet it, I want to know. I will let you know. If I'm awake and I'm betting it, I'll let you know. Yeah, I'm staying away. No, there's no redeeming redeeming quality to that. There's a chance. We'll see. See how the the day goes. Right? (laughs) All right, that wraps up the NFL and college games this week that we had to chat about. Which brings us into our best bets. We will go in the same order. We will start with Alex. All right. My best bets are as follows. I have two in the NFL. I have the Commanders minus two at the Giants and the Falcons plus two and a half at the Bucks. In the college realm, I will take four games. I will take Missouri to cover six and a half versus South Carolina. Ole Miss to cover six and a half at Auburn. Duke plus 13 and a half at Florida State. And USC to cover six and a half. Versus Utah. 
Hey, next we'll go to Jim. In the NFL, I'm taking the Raiders minus three at the Bears, the Falcons plus two and a half at the Bucks, the Lions plus three and a half at the Ravens. I, I'm going to lock that in. In college, I'm taking Old Miss minus six and a half at Auburn, Iowa minus three and a half at Minnesota, UNC minus 23 at Virginia. Hosting Virginia. Yeah, sorry. Um, There's your North Carolina game. You don't have to have another one, buddy. I know, but I like solidarity with Alex. It's it's a thing for me. I, it's just it's always been a thing for me to ride with Alex. I will ride with Alex. Duke plus thirteen and a half at Florida State. All right, I will be taking the Commanders. To cover two, traveling to the Giants, I will take the Falcons plus the points, two and a half at Tampa Bay. I will take the Lions plus the points at Baltimore. In the college world, I will get started on Thursday night football with James Madison to cover three and a half, traveling to Marshall. I also have Penn State plus four and a half in the shoe, as well as the double bet on that game of Penn State, Ohio State under 46 and a half. I would cover three and a half, hosting Minnesota and Michigan. To cover 24 and a half traveling to Michigan State. All right. I think that we have our all-stop pick. Do we? We are all on Falcons plus two and a half at the Bucks. Well, we might want to save that one. Oh, that's true. Are there any other team rides here? I was well. I mean, I'm willing to discuss some of yours, but do you two have any in common? Iowa, Iowa, I like. I don't hate the Iowa pick. I would Lions, have Lions in Iowa. I was trying to keep a reasonable slate, so I didn't add some. <clears throat> but Iowa would have been one I would have considered. Jim and I have I uh, the Lions plus three as well. Because that's what I wasn't thinking, and I was thinking Lions plus three for the other. But um, that's, I mean, that's, are those the two picks we're going to go with? We just need to figure out which spot we're going to put them in. I like Iowa for the all stop pick. Well, that would be Alex have to kowtow that. That's, I'm fine with either of them. What do you think, Muff? Well, obviously, I, yeah, I would, I would rather be on Iowa for the okay. all stop personally. I agree. The Mike Allstott hit stick pick of the week is pow, 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 pow. Iowa to cover three and a half. Oops. Hosting those boat rowers from Minnesota. Next in the Midwest mobster risky pick of the week. Get out of here. Are we doing it? Falcons? Yes. Falcons, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oops. Falcons money line traveling to Tampa Bay. Sorry about it, Nate. Yeah, sorry, Nate. Brings us to the Lolita Whale of a Parlay, which will start with Iowa to cover three and a half as the hit stick pick. Insert. We will then start with Jim, who has the longest tenure. One week. What do we got in there? Give me Detroit. 
plus three again at the Ravens. And then I guess it's me. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with ooh, I'm gonna go with point flip, gents. Never mind. I know what you guys are gonna say. I'm gonna take commanders minus two. What was your other option gonna be? Yeah, what was your other one before you James James Madison? I wasn't gonna make you guys do that. I would much rather have that if you asked if you were to give it to me. Oh. Mm. I, I don't think Alex is gonna I understand it's my pick, but I also don't want to put something in there that's rooting against something that Alex enjoys. Oh yeah, okay. So that's my personal that's my personal contribution to what you're saying to not it? allow Alex's Thursday night to go poorly. So what you're saying is that I will now not do Duke plus <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, because that's not going to make my night go poorly. I don't care about that. That's totally up to you. I just told you my reservations. What do we have? Two heavy NFL. Hmm. I'm between Falcons and. Honestly, probably between Falcons and Ole Miss. Your pick, buddy. Jim. Falcons and Ole Miss. Falcons. Yeah, I was leaning Falcons. I mean, I don't like that, but I, you know, I want the thing to hit, and just betting on lane is not necessary. <laughs> yeah, we the learned our lesson move. the last time we tried to incorporate right. that into the, the last time we spike picked. Yeah, the Lolita whale of a parlay is Iowa to cover three and a half, hosting Minnesota Lions plus three, traveling to Baltimore. Commanders to cover two, traveling to take on the New York football giants and the Falcons plus the points, traveling to Tampa Bay. So we'll know by, yeah, the Lions. Falcons and Commanders are all one o'clock games. Well, we have to get through Saturday. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> if we there. get through Saturday, we'll know by four thirty on Sunday. Okay, that wraps up this week's episode of Sports Bet Stuff Betting Stuff. As a reminder, get on all the bets. Tail away, tail away, tail away. Hashtag Fanduel, all the way to the money town. Fanduel. Fanduel. And you can put some more money in that bankroll when Friday comes around because it's going to be a payday. There will come a payday. Hallelujah. What a payday. There will come a payday someday. Someday. There will come a payday. Hallelujah. What a payday. There will come a payday someday. When I lay my work by, I have a home in the sky, for there will come a payday someday. Where no interest comes due, or notes to renew, oh, there will come a payday someday. Here I work every day for such bigger pay, but there will come a payday someday. And the title's not clear to the home I own here, but there will come a payday someday. There will come a payday, hallelujah, what a payday. 
There will come a payday someday, someday. There will come a payday. Hallelujah, what a payday. There will come a payday someday. Wonderful Lord gives a home as reward, cause there will come a payday someday. His word plainly shows he'll never foreclose, he promised a payday that day. When the door opens wide with its beauty inside, oh what a grand payday that day. With a handshake and then, brother come right on in. Hallelujah, what a payday that day. There will come a payday, hallelujah, what a payday. There will come a payday someday, someday. There will come a payday, hallelujah, what a payday. There will come a payday someday.